Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in because it's so us. Well, if it actually picked it up. I mean, you know, hell, um, thing was what, about two foot away from me? I don't know. I don't know. Great Northern Sex Cast, Colleen, how you doing? Doing pretty damn good on the fact that I grabbed my phone and not the damn microphone. Well, that's okay. I mean, it's it's a, it's a an easy response. So, um, wedding stories. Um, we're finally getting a few, but it's taken later in the year to get the shameful wedding stories this year. Well, weddings in general, like, in the Midwest, weddings tend to happen... Not in the spring, because spring sucks in the Midwest. So your bachelorette parties, which, you know, I've got like a whole, you know, I, I see that, the, I see those sales picking up. Yeah. And the, uh, um, just the novelties and the stuff that people want, it does tend to, um, you know, no matter what, it's 2019 now, you know, it, a crown with little penises on it or tiara with little penises shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be fun. It still is. People still funny. Still, it's still funny. People still buy it. It's all ages, you know. Uh, you, even though folks are getting married later, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, they still still goes because that's like that's reliably one um, one area that people still feel like splurging a little bit. Although, from what I understand, these like um, uh, bachelor, I mean, bachelor parties and bachelorette parties are becoming like destination things. I can't imagine asking a friend to drop like two grand on a weekend or more. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, it's just, I mean, if you want to, if you, you know, if, if you could like, well, I could take everyone to Vegas or I could burn this pile of money, fine, go ahead. But, <laughs> and I understand, you know, but I just, that's fascinating. Yeah. You know, it's going through there. I just, oh, I mean, I mean, say, say, in my opinion, save your money for like, you know, someone's 50th birthday or 40th, the big, the big O birthdays. That's a good party time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, as you know, my wedding, God, I've been married almost a year again, Ooh. Colleen. It'll be oh, sep- married lady. Yeah. September. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did so low key and I loved it. I, my, my first wedding was fraught with all of the things that everybody told me I had to do and I hated every single mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah, I saved my parents so much money never getting married. (laughs) (sighs) Um, So this is uh, a wedding story Mm -hmm. about a guest that really, I mean, this is is one of the worst things I've heard, I think. Um, There is a Facebook wedding shaming group, which I'm going to have to look for. Um, This uh, gal showed up at a wedding and was at the, the... two different, you know, free bars pounding red wine. And they said she was so belligerent and obnoxious and drinking so much so fast that she had it all over her like she'd been in a Cabernet shower. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. And red wine, you know, is, no, I, mean, I can only drink that with food because it's, it's, you know, drunkity drunk, drunk. Yeah. I know a lot of folks. I mean, I don't drink wine at all because I can't deal with any of the sulfates in it. I blow up like crazy. It's it's like, Oh, this is not, you know, my, my, my hands start to balloon up and my face starts to lose features. Yeah. That just, no wine. And I 
not friends. Yeah. And um, basically, they were trying to do the wedding speeches. She was talking through all of them, and people were noticing. And then they, um, the dancing started, and she, they said she was like a rhino on the dance floor, and she was bumping into people and double-fisting red wine. How in the world did she get that far into the wedding without... I mean, don't, don't these folks have... Haven't they heard of, like... They ask someone to like be the host of the reception or the hostess. I've done that. It would have been my job to get that person the fuck out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I don't know, but I mean, I'm surprised somebody didn't. At any, at any rate, what? Yeah, did you? Wait, I want to back up. Did you say there's a Facebook shaming site? Wedding shaming. Wedding? You know, I obviously have a very different relationship than social media than the rest of the world. Because there's always people saying, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. I'm getting rid of this. I'm like, I have it curated exactly the way I want. It's nice and fun. You know. I think other people like to, like, that are in the bride mode will look at stuff like this to see what not to do. And, you know, that kind of thing. All right. But anyway, so this drunk person at one point started to try to dance with the bride, almost got wine on the bride, and then... She crapped herself on the dance floor. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> and everybody had to evacuate because it smelled so bad. This person, um, how it got that far without someone making this person go away is beyond me. How yeah. that how that how that is even possible. That 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 is that is that that is that is a family with with very large boundary issues. <laughs> Clearly. Oh my God. Do you remember when we talked this a couple of years ago now about the guy got that got caught trying to smuggle live turtles in his pants on the flight? Remember oh, that? Oh yeah, there's yeah. Turtles, birds, I don't know. People it, keep shoving stuff down their pants. Right. Mm. Well, I just grabbed this one because it's sort of the antithesis. No, this is the antithesis to the pants stuffing. Okay. Um, A nervous looking man trying to fly from Colombia to Spain had a very large toupee and underneath which was roughly a pound of cocaine worth $33,500. We think. I'm, I'm visualizing. I mean, honestly, most toupees look like shit. So no, well, I know somebody who has one. Yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know people who've had spent. A, you wouldn't know. I mean, there are good pieces out there. There really are, but the majority of them are not. So honestly, why? I mean, it, you expect a bad toupee more than you expect a good toupee. Yes. So you know, I'd be ner- You know, obviously I can see nervous because how many airports do you know that don't have a zillion dogs? Yeah. But under the toupee, I mean, I mean, honestly, that's a, not a bad hiding spot for something because you expect it to be ill-fitting and look like crap. And they're hot, so being sweaty, you know, would be fine. Oh, oh Jesus. I, oh, I don't know. I, I guess my lifelong absolute fear of incarceration has kept me straight all these years. Mm-hmm. No way in hell. Yeah. I mean, no. 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 Okay, speaking of social media, mm-hmm. here is a situation where... It's kind of cool, but kind of creepy at the same time. Um, This is when somebody became a sort of reluctant star, so to speak. Mm. This is a female customs and border protection officer. 
Um, she went viral after photos emerged of her providing security for Mike Pence as he visited the border, Vice President Mike Pence. Um, and she was just kind of in the pictures and she got noticed and people just kept sharing these pictures and circling her cause she's so good looking. And, um, her name well, is okay. You, ha- you have to have something to focus on because the fact that we're holding people in cages is pretty f- vile. And they, you know, so if someone <laughs> was doing anything, I mean, I, I, I mean, these picture, these pictures are going to follow these folks around for decades and decades and decades as historical documents of you know the shitty time period that we're in. And I would, oh, I would have, I would not wanted to be in any picture. That is taken with any of the uh, ruling party right now because it's not going to be good. Well, yeah, these were the these were just. I mean, they weren't mm-hmm. posed photos. I mean, it was yeah. snaps of him yeah. and she just whatever. Mm-hmm. And so somebody, you know, people were trying to contact her or whatever. And she just put herself up there on Twitter and just said, look, it's me. I'm a customs officer based in Texas. And yeah, I don't know what else to say. Like just mm-hmm. doing my job, you know, type of thing. But see, that's where when people keep sharing your pictures, mm-hmm. um, where you'd be kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if I like that or not. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, she knew there were cameras there and if she's going through there, I don't know how you sort of step away from that, but there were just certain, there are certain people I wouldn't want to be anywhere near, you know, and I don't know how you would, you know, get in that picture. Yeah. Well, I guess my point is that people kind of zeroed in on yeah, her. Yeah. There was no reason. There was a lot of other stuff to be focused on in that picture versus her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> characterized as a desperate NFL coach, uh, the Tennessee Titan coach, Mike Vrabel, has claimed, yes, he would, in fact, chop off his own penis to win the Super Bowl this season. He made the startling confession around two months ago. (laughs) He was. um, He's got three Super Bowl rings. Uh, He was a player with Tom Brady on the Pats, um, but he's never gotten a title as a coach. And when asked if he'd make the ultimate sacrifice to win a Super Bowl, he said, I've been married 20 years, so yeah, probably. (laughs) I probably that, might that, not need that it. That is a rather flippant response. And, uh, oh, I'm sure once again, the, uh, uh, once again, you know, things that you say now, I mean, hell, we say this is here forever. Everything I say, oh, yeah. everything we've said in the past, like what, four years now, five years, I lost right. track. You know, it's there forever. And, you know, and the thing is, it's easy enough to uh, uh, take things out of context. I'm sure there are plenty of snippets you could take out of our conversation that would be the complete opposite of what the hell we were talking about mm-hmm. is going through there. Uh, you know, but you take some risk, but that just seems like an awfully silly, flippant response, you know. And, I mean, it's a very masculine sport. I can't imagine why he just didn't make everybody freaking cringe versus uh, whatever the hell he was going. I think for. somebody said, you know, what would you do to win a Super Bowl? And then somebody said, would you cut and off your penis? Being, yeah. And he said, yes. Um, pink. I, I'm kind of liking her even more these days. Mm-hmm. Um, AKA Alicia Moore. Um, you know, she's got two kids now and remember she had a picture of him. They were at the beach and oh. people were, they went off on this whole, um, thread about whether or not the kid was circumcised. And she's like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Mm. Well, um, she's also lashing out at the parenting police again when a kid, um, some, or there was an Instagram shot of her daughter enjoying a summer's day in the garden. Um, she wrote a sarcastic caption to go along with the snap of Willow running through sprinklers. And she said, here's a picture of my child running through water. It wasn't even filtered. What? 
a waste of water and no helmet. I hope she had sunscreen. If she slips, slips and falls, she may be traumatized for life. And her mother, her mother wasn't even there. I was gasp working in another country. And then she put, here's her hashtags. The parenting police. If you feel like I'm following, please go do it quickly. Opinions are like assholes. And so many assholes were her hashtags. (laughs) Um, so yeah, she's kind of had it. And, um, imagine I mean okay there are some people that have put their if they're if they're public persona have put their you know children you know have have had photographs with them but other people have not and if they have not don't take a damn picture of the kid and it's going through there or and there's a difference between running through a sprinkler and maybe all showing up as a family for the Toy Story premiere you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One to be <laughs> oh my god! It just—I mean, people were shaming, and I—and I think it is because they, they don't do it nearly as much to men. It's a very there's a there's a very misogynist misogynistic quality, and can certainly be female and be misogynistic. Um, about like someone was saying that Meghan Markle was holding her baby wrong. Her holding her baby just fine. You know what I mean? Is there anything that people can't? And that's why I don't. I mean, I, I sort of see some of this stuff, but for the most part, I don't because I don't go there in social media. And I'm yeah. not going to say, so, you know, say something awful. And there's been a few times here and there when I've seen something or someone that I'm closer to. And I've sent them a private message is going, when I first glanced at this, I thought of this. I know what you're trying to say, but this popped into my head. Did you, did you understand it could be construed that way? You know, which is like actually that. a kindness, really. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, I, but, but it was done in a private message, not on their damn site. Right. I don't. Oh, speaking of speaking mm. of um, I almost posted this yesterday on Facebook, but I didn't have the time. So I got locked in my own basement storeroom. I keep my shoes down there. It's where I have like the majority of my clothes because. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. Went down there and I grabbed my pair of shoes and I turned around and it's a latch, it's a, a latch door. And so mm-hmm. it does open from the inside. But the reason I, I slammed the door was because the cat was hot in pursuit mm-hmm. and he was going, rank, 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 rank. he's been very clingy lately. And, um, I didn't want him in there because if he gets into that room, mm-hmm. it's way too much fun and it's impossible to find him and catch him and get him back out of there. And mm-hmm. I was in a hurry. Yep. But then I found myself locked in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm yelling and my husband can't hear me. So I open the cabinet where the laundry chute comes down. So I yell up the laundry chute, which gave me enough, you know, mm-hmm. power. So I'm like, help, I'm stuck down here. And he's like, oh my God. So I hear him walking across the upstairs. <laughs> I have an old house. Mm-hmm. And then I hear him coming down the stairs at the other end of the basement. And he's going, Kel, and I'm like, I'm back here. I'm back here. And then he's like, Kel? And then I hear him getting further away. Then I hear him back on the stairs and he goes back up. And I'm like, what the fuck? He, I'm still here. Did he think I was in the walls or that I vaporized? And so now I'm back to the laundry chute. I'm like, where are you? And he's like, I couldn't find you. And I'm like, that doesn't mean I'm still trapped. I mean, this is how my day started yesterday. And I was going to post about it, but I thought, oh, God. Yeah, so finally he came down. I hear him go, oh, fuck. Like, because he was trying to do something. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, sorry if my being trapped inconvenienced you. You know, just have to go to work. You know, just saying. Paycheck. You know, (laughs) can you believe that? 
Oh my god. I just so I, Oh my god. I would have I would have laughed so hard I probably would have peed my pants while I was being annoyed. Yeah. The combination of the brain but, fighting each other. And yeah. I didn't have time to say to no. him when you just gave up, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> like, I'm stuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Love him to pieces. But if you were to describe our two personalities, he's blissfully unconcerned and I'm chicken little. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is why we work. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, there's all the rumors about flight crews and um, I have a longtime family friend who is now a retired pilot for Delta. And, you know, he said that a lot of the rumors about the shit that goes on are true. Oh, yeah. And three British Airways cabin crew might be fired for having run naked through a hotel during uh, one of their layovers. Um, And they, uh, I just don't even know how to describe this. It went from drinking to spin the bottle to running through the hallways, pounding on doors. And uh, when the hotel called the airline, they were basically rounded up and sent home. And um, Singapore hotel officials are pissed. Okay, and one tired in of it. Singapore, and you can't do that shit in Singapore. I mean, you can't even put your gum on the street in Singapore. Have you ever been there? No, no, but okay. it's stories. Whatever, anything. But I mean, okay, forget the naked part. Everything else is perfect. I don't know if you would be fired, but you definitely get demoted or suspended from for because you you've embarrassed your company. This right. Way. I'm just going on through there, uh, and I'm pretty sure. That you know, a lot of these places, yeah, you sign contracts when you work. I'm sure there's a code of conduct, and I'm pretty sure that racing around drunk, new knocking on doors in hotel rooms, is you know may not specifically be spelled out as don't do this, but I'm pretty sure it's covered, unlike they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. in more general but still applicable language, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Um, are you Piers Morgan fan at all? I, I know who he is. I pay no attention to him whatsoever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's on um, Good Morning Britain over there, but you see him on um, some networks here once in a while. Um, and he is married to a woman named Celia Walden, who threw up a snap of um, this topless hunk washing her car in Hollywood on Instagram. And it's Mr. Suds. And so she put it up on Instagram. So him being on, you know, the British equivalent of like a GMA kind of show, Mm -hmm. um, they put it up. So to get quote unquote revenge, he hired this beautiful woman to do the same thing. So they're having this little thing. They're making fun of it. Well, his co-host, Bree, some whatever, Mm -hmm. um, had a Mr. Suds. So they're, you know, making fun of it. And now all of a sudden he's getting backlash for hiring a sexy car washer where there was no comments made about the two guys doing it. So. No, it's, there, there is generally a, a double standard with stuff like that. Um, for decades, it's still going on. And for hundreds of years, women have been, you know, sexualized. And so when, when, and then when women, and when, the, and when women do it, the guys are supposed to be, you know, flattered, you know, you're not supposed to be annoyed, but on this case, it's a tit for tat sort of deal to use a, you know, a term that someone would probably get, you know, um, uh, upset about because I said tit. Um, 
But just going through there. But you know, you you you've hired someone for a specific thing. I mean, honestly, the fact that the other that that, that the wife took a picture of someone that she didn't know implied that there to me is more. Well, it was her car, I guess, her or car. her rental car. But, or something But even like that. so, you're taking a picture of someone and posting it without their permission. I think he posed for it. Oh, oh, he posed for it. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. she hired him to do it. Oh, and that, okay. I, I thought and maybe she was just someplace. No, thought, no, 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 no. No, she oh, no, if you're, yeah. hired a, a this sexy. This is the so. whole thing back and forth. It, these yeah. are all consenting human beings. Right. But no, he was, he was a little miffed. If, Yeah, yeah. He was uh, kind of miffed. No, you know. Well, then again, you know, from what I understand, he's sort of an asshole. So, you know, if anyone can poke at him. Yeah. You know, he's going well, through there. his own wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this girl orders a dildo, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it arrives and is handed to her by an older postal worker female. Mm-hmm. It was wrapped. You could see exactly what it was and exactly the shape, and she said, I opened the door. I had only met this new postal carrier a couple days prior and she's holding it like a sword kind of by the balls and hands it to her and the outs you know I mean it's like wrapped it's not in a box now I mean you could tell it was a dildo she said she was red-faced and the postal worker was red-faced and she thanked her and slammed the door and she's like horrified who there, sends it out like that no okay the only thing I can think of is that it came out of its original packaging and someone at the post office decided I to um to wrap it up this way because i'm telling you there is not and i don't care how progressive how open how um rah 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 we sell deldos a store is out there nothing gets shipped that isn't in discreet packaging it's just that that is that is one that is that that is one place where i don't care how enlightened any sex toy company is they are not sending any of their merchandise out identifiable. Yeah. It's just not, it just, you know, it has not gotten to shipping. And then honestly, it should be like that with all shipping because the amount of things that are stolen and all that sort of stuff. I mean, hell, I never have anything, stu- you know, sent to my house. Yeah. I, I don't, I haven't heard of th- stuff being stolen in my neighborhood, but I, why do I want to be the first one? Yeah. You know, people following around Amazon trucks and stuff like that. So that was uh, that was someone in the postal department who thought uh, they were having a, a uh, thought they were being funny. Yeah. And they're not. And and I wouldn't have cared whether it was a dildo or a golf club or a, 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 an American Girl doll. Mm-hmm. I mean, to 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 repackage something so it's p- identifiable, possible could possibly be stolen, and obviously not protected. Mm-hmm is an asshole thing to do. And it embarrassed both parties. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I don't know. Thailand. Um, I, I, I guess I didn't know that they had, um, kind of the modesty thing going on over there per se, mm-hmm. but, um, Thai police made a group of tourists who'd been caught skinny dipping, uh, march down the beach after they were reported for being naked in the ocean. And it was a group from several countries, Britain, Australia, Spain, and Japan. They were frolicking in the sea. They were kids, age 17 to 20, and uh, forced them out of the water and walked them back to where their clothes were. Um, Get this, the girls had to scramble to cover their boobs and everything, but the man got a towel. (laughs) Yeah, that's... um 
Well, one, why were they so far away from their clothes? Which I find, you know, fascinating. Just that just sort of pops up to my head. But that's a story. But yeah, that's that that's a highly, um, yeah, the, the highly uh, asshole thing for the officers to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mom. <laughs> cringed as her nine-year-old daughter found her Ann Summers gel and asked her what it was for. It's pussy rub is the label on it. And the little girl got confused because she was relatively certain it wasn't for the cat. Mm -hmm. So she wrote, uh, in a Facebook, a closed Facebook group with other moms, she goes, yeah, my, my nine-year-old just came down the stairs and said, I have a question. And she produced this and wanted to know what it was. So I started laughing, tried to explain the best I could. And she's like, Oh my God, do you that, do you use that with, you know, your boyfriend? And, um, yeah. So what's the, the kid asked, she answered, and you know, say, you know, it's a personal little print. Yes. It's got sort of a crude name, but you know, it's a brand I like. And oh, do you know it? No, no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Is, but she could, you know, stuff like that. Um, we sell, oh, did I tell you this? Speaking of lube, uh, we've got Sliquid in the uh, fantasy gift stores now. I may or may not have mentioned that. I can't remember. What's it called again? Sliquid. Um, it's, a, uh, oh. uh, it's a brand that's been around for a while. We had it years ago. And we just, we decided we've had enough um, uh, people ask for it recently um, that uh, we brought it back into the stores. Now, it's a huge line. We've already only brought back a few things because you just, you, it's almost impossible to carry an entire line of something. Oh, my God. I, I could have a store just for freaking lube. Oh yeah. Let's go through there. So you see. Yeah, but once again, a parent who's like, "Yeah, this is what's up." Do you just, you know, move? You know, answer the question, move on. Yeah. Just going through there. Well, I think she did a good job. Yeah. So. Mm Okay, um, this is kind of weird. U.S. women's soccer getting you know all sorts of attention and kudos for their World Cup win, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And uh, one of the team members. Uh, dropped after her name is Jaylene Hinkle. She dropped out of the U.S. Women's Team, and um, she admitted uh, it was because she didn't want to wear a jersey designed to honor the LGBT community. Um, Ashlyn Harris slammed her as a, as homophobic and intolerant after a video of her explaining that decision resurfaced on Twitter, and she said, "I just felt so convicted in my spirit that it wasn't my job to wear this jersey," and then. Um, you know, she went on to say that she accused the U.S. women's team of not being a welcoming place for Christians and that she gave up her dream because of this and blah, blah, blah. Well, so this started a whole big hoo-ha. And there's a there's a couple on the team that are actually engaged and um, they're fighting back saying, we have prayer huddles. So you're insulting all the Christians on the team. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, but indubitably, you know, the indubitably, cr- your, rid- your religion is between you and yourself. And it does not. Yeah. And if it's something that you don't, and and if, and if it's something that you're, you get to, you get to exclude yourself. They were not excluding you. Yeah. It's going through there. Yeah. You know, if fine, if that's how you feel, then you made a decision, and it's not the team's, you know, issue. You're, you know, separate. Yeah. <laughs> going yeah. through the, the only person excluding her is herself. Yeah, I mm-hmm. just, you know, I'm wondering. Like, okay, you think about, I mean, this mm-hmm. just popped into my head. The NFL will do certain um, game days where they have um, either pink sneakers or things to mm-hmm. do breast cancer awareness um, and mm-hmm. things like that. And and I'm not entirely sure how they decided to 
mm-hmm. outwardly and visibly support that. It's great because it's mm-hmm. a big deal, but it's like, is a cause like a disease cure different than a, um, you know, like a, you know, support for LGBTQ, mm-hmm. which could be considered, well, well, it's not a disease for sure, yeah. but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, is that any different? Human, well, yeah, I mean, it's human rights versus a disease, so it's different there, but that's going through there. But once again, the person that, you know, the, the organization, the team, the thing that you've played for has decided to do something, and, you know, you can, you know, whether, I mean, you know, if, if they decided to wear, um, uh, 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 I don't know, Confederate flags on their jersey and someone excluded them. I mean, not, not that they, you know, yeah. do something racist. You can exclude yourself for for that particular um, reason. She excludes them. You know, they're the, you know, the person who decides not to do something is the person that's excluding themselves to some extent. Yeah. We're going through there. And there's no one-size-fits-all answer to anything. Every circumstance is a little bit different. But in this one, in the United States... Your religion is yours. Oh, yeah. That's and you do not get to, you know, and, and, and it's going through there. And so the only person who's just excluding herself is her then. It's going through there. I, I totally agree with that. I guess what I'm just mm-hmm. wondering is, you know, should we be mixing social and political stuff or any of it with the team things? Because mm-hmm. you have so many different people. And it's like you all play soccer. And you're all like, we would want the best of the best to represent us. So, you know, is that adding a layer that doesn't need to be there? I don't know. I'm just asking. Uh, the thing is, is that when you are visible, like like a team is, you do have a platform that a random person does not. Yeah. And the league has decided that these are the things that they're going to associate with themselves, much like any advertiser. It's going through there. That's true. That's a league level decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's makes sense. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I suppose. Yeah, but, but I was just thinking in terms because, like, you know, we've talked every once in a while about celebrities mm-hmm. who go out and the, them. Like, if you're Meryl Streep, the Meryl Streep brand is yours, and you're in charge of it. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with a bigger, you know, as you get more people, you have more personalities, you have more mm-hmm. things. But yeah, no, that's that's a fair choice. But yeah, if if, it, if that's a league level decision, then you're you mm-hmm. you're excluding yourself at your own choice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, do you know who Aziz Ansari is, the comedian? Uh yeah. He had uh I think what was the show? I think it was on Netflix called Master of None. That was quite uh quite good. Did a few years of that. I know that I think he and I believe his co writer were some of the first people of color to get an Emmy for writing. Oh wow! Was okay. going through there a few years ago. I know that uh, he was the one that were, uh, he's the one that had the anonymous. Um, I had a uh, I had a a, a bad uh, experience on a date. Person, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because he's got a new Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he did this this I don't know how to explain it. Basically, like a a video, you know, interview talking about where he is now and, and he, um, you know, he's trying to like get his career back and he, he sounds very apologetic. I mean, I suppose if you're a public person and that, and your kind of career crashes and you want it back, this would be something that you would do. Um, and he says, you know, um, 
he's like, I'm, you know, this is very tricky. I felt so many things in the last year. There's times I've been scared. I've been humiliated. There's times I've been embarrassed. And ultimately I feel terrible that this person felt this way. And he said, I saw the world where I don't ever want to get to do this again, meaning work. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he says, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be the, I think that's how he started. I I was flipping through because I did like that. I watched, I was curious. I'd watched a little bit of a show and that's pretty much how he started his uh, special too. Yeah. Going through there. I do. I understand the anonymity, but I also, and and he might know who the person is and hopefully they've been able to chat, but I just, but I, this person had their experience, and it was not good in in their mind. But it, but it's been over a year now, and as far as I know, it wasn't like there were twenty five other people who said I had the exact same experience. Mm-hmm. So when we talk once again about degrees of things, all things are not equal. In you know in in. You know, you can have a bad date, a bad sexual experience, you can have a sexual assault, you can have a, a rape, all these different things. They, they're not, they're all, you know, they're different. It's yeah. going through there. And this sounds, sounds like that people had a very different idea of what the, of what the date was and the way they were going. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's went, okay, I, I didn't know. He should have known, but he didn't. He's doing it. But there is not another 25 people lined up behind this anonymous, as far as I can tell anonymous letter saying that she had a bad experience with this guy. I can't imagine, honestly, that there isn't almost any guy out there that couldn't have someone write a letter about a date where they did, you know, where where one person thought it went one way and one person thought it went another. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, I think this is Mm -hmm. yet another situation where, you know, he's not, it's not being adjudicated. Mm -hmm. And so... I really hate to see a guy lose his ability to mm-hmm. work his trade, mm-hmm. you know, when he hasn't been convicted and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And, and it's completely different than Louis C.K., who, you know, you know, had a, a bunch of people, women, say, you know, this happened. And, and, and it was in a professional basis, and it was something that happened, you know, it was going through there. Or Bill Cosby, who had a bunch of people, even though it was private, you know, that, that, that was private and had nothing to do with work. These are, you know, they're not this, you know, everything is not the same. Yeah. You're going through there. And, uh, uh, oh, my, what? The, um, so, and then he's got the, you know, the, there's the, the other burden, too, of being a person of color which tends to be, in this country, harshed, uh, judged more harshly than, you know, than a white guy. Although, what's-his-face, Epstein just got no bail, so by the time this is aired, so we'll see what happens, whether or not that gets a... Yeah. Whether or not he... Uh, um, uh, I tr- can't tries to imagine they would give him bail. Yeah. yeah. I mean, flight but I, but risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, you know... Well, I hope he, I you know, mm-hmm. I hope he has a chance to, that... that I just, like I said, you know, like there's degrees and I just don't like forever condemnation of people mm-hmm. when, yeah. and it has been fascinating you know, that we got to Epstein. So the fact that they say like underage women, oh, that's a child. Right. You know, they, right. They, they, the, the, the fact that a lot of places have couched all of the words here, not using the word rape, not using the word child. I mean, that's just, that's privilege right there. Oh, they yeah. describe everything. Yeah. There is no such thing as a child prostitute. It's rape. Right. 
you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, it just, it, it just, it's something. And so, you know, it's been arrested, bail denied. Uh, by the time uh, we get this on the air, because, you know, we have to do these little bit of head, you know, it's going through there. Who knows what's going to happen between now and, you know, now and then, whether or not you can appeal stuff like that. But these are heinous effing crimes. Oh, yeah. No, there was no way. And, 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 and the guy's got a couple of bucks and friends all over. There's no way his ass isn't, you know, on a plane somewhere where he can't, you know, get out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I'm glad that he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rape mm-hmm. and teenagers, um, this there's this special um, that's being uh, filmed. Um, it's a it's a new TV show. It's a reality reality show, and it's um, teens selling sex, the sex business, and they're profiling different people. And this particular girl, as an eighteen and nineteen year old, seventeen is when she started. Okay. Now, I mean, honestly, in many many places in the United States, the um, age of consent is fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. You know, we we all think it's eighteen. Yeah. Um, but honestly, you know, it's going through there. Yeah, it's different. It's really depressing, though, because mm-hmm. um, she, she makes up to 2500 a night uh, and, you know, is constantly spending money on lip injections and, you know, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and she says she is just like anybody else. She likes her job. And she said, I've just been sleeping with, you know, she goes, before I did this, all this time I'd been sleeping with loads of people and not getting any money out of it. <laughs> so now well, she I mean, does. Honestly, I have no problems at all with uh, the safe transaction of sex work. I just, I, you know, a job is a job. You're going through there. Um, and the fact that these things are illegal and that pot is illegal in different places like that, it's, it's, it's not it, it's not. It's not for any logical reasons. It's to control people who do this. It's to make. It, it's to uh, control. Uh, it's to try and keep people down. The fact that stuff is, um, people are prosecuted unevenly, and all this. It's more about controlling people that some people think are less than mm-hmm. than it is about um, sex work or it is about pot or anything like that, mm-hmm. and. You know, and, and the fact that people are resisting the proper legalization and regulation of these jobs is because then they don't have ways, you know, to uh, uh, to control folks. They don't have ways to demonize them. Right. As going through there. Um, but I but to some extent, um, choosing a job that is possibly dangerous Regardless, you know, I mean, I'm not sure you would want, uh, for example, a 17-year-old construction worker. Are they old enough, responsible enough to do, to be in charge of stuff, you know, like that? I mean, I'm I'm not sure what the apprenticeship would be for sex work. You know, maybe it's going through there. But I do think there needs to be some sort of, you know, safeguards because there are no safeguards. She uses, um, Mm -hmm. she tells her sister where she is. Hoping that will keep her safe, mm-hmm. and then yeah. and then with the Sostar Fester rule, there's no place to ch- check out online or have people do things. I mean, you know, when Tumblr got rid of the blogs and all these different people, they thought they were tr- you know trying to stop trafficking. They just put it more underground. They yeah. completely lost safe spaces. So we're getting there. On I mean, when I took the, the road trip, there was CBD and pot dispensaries from Chicago to Albuquerque. Okay, where there wasn't pot wasn't legal, there was CBD. So we're slowly getting to the point where enough folks are getting an office to 
to, you know, to, to decriminalize certain things that were used to control and demonize other people. And hopefully uh, a decriminalizing, and they are also, uh, they've already decriminalized, like, the selling sometimes of sex, but not the buying of it, you know, and they've decided that certain people are always victims and not going through there. But even so, um, you know, being trafficked, wrong, bad. I'm not saying any of that, but legalizing uh, sex work and taking out of the shadows is going to be a much safer um, uh, prospect for the, uh, for the uh, uh, women and men involved. Well, she's, she needs to stop, only charging an extra $62 to let guys have sex with her without a condom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not smart. No, I mean, because I mean, there, there should obviously be OSHA standards, you know, needs to be regulated. It should be, it should be OSHA standard that there's no sex without a condom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going through there. So Julio Iglesias, I did not realize, I knew he's been bouncing through the news a little bit. For, really? I mean, I did, I, one, I, I knew, I didn't even know he was still, honestly. Well, I, he's only 75. I, I would have, if you would have asked me, I would have thought he was like in his 80s easily because he always seemed he's just old always, to me. Yeah, he's always been there too. Yeah. I mean, he does, when, when is Julio napping around? So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he um, has long refused to provide a DNA sample to settle a Spanish man's claim that he is his biological son. But mm-hmm. a judge now decided... Fine. We don't need the sample. Judge Jose Miguel Bort Ruiz in Valencia said there's a very obvious physical resemblance and Wednesday ruled that Iglesias Iglesias is indeed the father of 43-year-old Javier Sanchez Santos, (laughs) whose mother claims she had a week-long affair with the married Iglesias in... uh, Saint Felieu uh, back in July of 1975. Mm-hmm. Rees also cited certain contacts and dealings between his mother um, and Iglesias that make it not unlikely or unreasonable that sexual relations existed. This <laughs> case, 1992, mm-hmm. also determined that Sanchez Santos was Iglesias's biological son, but it was overturned on appeal. What is with these two? How come they cannot work this out? <laughs> I have, yeah, I have no idea. I was going through there, but I don't judge. I mean, 40 years, she's been going back and forth going, this is your kid. And he's like, no. Well, can I just say? Yeah. And so and so Ellie judge said, you know, my guess is that now that the guy is like 40 something years old, he probably looks exactly like his dad. <laughs> you Aging into looking like your DNA. <laughs> well, but... I'm sorry, but a resemblance is not enough. I know, I know. I mean, I just think that's terrifying. But the the judge forced the issue by doing it. Because there's only one way to say To prove that he won't, yeah. Mm Because almost like not taking the DNA test is like refusing a breathalyzer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Maybe that's... Fred, stop nesting. Fred, the studio dog, is trying to like... Oh, 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 that's good. Fred, guess what? The show's over. He just got comfy. <laughs> of course. I, okay, really, honestly, if we were doing this at my house, this would be the exact moment when my one cat came and sat on my lap because the cat knows two things. One, if she, if I'm, if she's not on my lap, she knows the second that I, I'm supposed to get up. So she gets you know, on you. Get, gets on right. me. That's a cat-like yeah. thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, if, uh, or if she's already on my lap, she knows the exact moment to start snoring. 
because, Your cat snores. Yeah, there's little tiny snores, which means that the cat has become exceptionally comfortable and is asleep on me, not just sitting there and it's going through there. I'm like, seriously? This is... Yeah, it is hilarious. It's they, I so don't cat. know how cats know this. They do, though. Oh, I it's... can be... I can be, you know, if... I can be sitting there for an hour... You know, listening to music or maybe reading the paper, doing anything, going to the mail, just being. The moment where I'm like, oh, you know, you start thinking, oh, I gotta pee or I'm thirsty. And then suddenly the cat's sitting on my lap. Bing. I love cats. Mm-hmm. Cats just do not give a shit. Nope, they don't. They do not care. Unless they're in their car carrier and you bring them to the vet for a checkup. Then they shit all over the carrier and they're, huh. yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's another, another that's thing. Another. Oh, yeah. Well, have a good week. Have a good week. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.